welcome back to Night Swims, a podcast hosted by two idiots who think they know everything about mysteries, conspiracies, and strange phenomena. I'm sitting here with uh, our co-host, Jackson Houston, and uh, Buster. Buster, you have anything to say? <laughs> <laughs> Don't bite the mic. He doesn't know that. <laughs> yeah, we have, this, we have Buster in the house. Ha- ah! <laughs> Buster, hey, stop. We have Buster in the house. He's uh, Savannah's dang. brother's dog. He's a little puppy. He's he's a rescue. And he you know, he has some medical issues. He's that got an extra toe. He has an extra toe, yeah. And he has some medical issues we're monitoring. And he's staying with us. Um, got a bloody pee-pee. For a few days. Uh, so, yeah, we're happy to have you in the studio. Uh, what are your thoughts on Night Swims? Yes. Okay. that's yes. What, that was I, I was going to say that, too, that was actually. Good. That was so good. thank you for that. Um, okay, we might have to put him up, actually. Sit. No. Lay down. Lay down, dude. There you go. Just stay like that. That's perfect. <laughs> okay. Why? I'm trying to figure out why this... Maybe I need to do this. Yeah. Hold on. What? I don't have, like, an applause sound. Dude, you really should have gotten one. Douglas I has a soundboard now. Um, Give us some... Uh, you want a, a little taste? Yeah. A little taste? Uh, well, uh, ow! <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, Man, what's a good one? Here we go. A white man? No! Is that too loud? No, that that's good? fine. Okay. That's fine. That's just a little taste. We got, I got a plethora of more sounds. Yeah. Here's a good one. <laughs> that's Jackson sneezing. That was my sneeze. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, we're back. I, I always say that we're back. This is, well, I mean, we're, we're not back. We didn't miss anything. I don't know. It just feels like it's been a while since we recorded. I think it's just we recorded super early last week. We don't have a schedule. No. We every week, whatever. So Ooh. last week was oh no. Yeah, last week was CIA AIDS, right? No. No. Was it was, it was my topic. thing. Right. And so this is the sequel, The Death of Alexander the Great. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah. And Man. so well not necessarily a death, but the resting place, because you know, I did ten uh you know, ancient archaeological uh, get out of uh, my room, Buster. mysteries. And Buster, God damn it, he's not coming out. And so uh, I decided that, you know, I want to, okay, so yes, it was nine days ago. But anyways, and so I wanted to do a <clears throat> another uh, thing, or not nearly another, a, a, um, a continuation, a deeper look in Alexander the Great and everything like that, uh, just because I thought it was very interesting. And he's hot. Yeah, and he's hot, I guess. I don't know. I don't really know what he looked like. Do you, Buster? There you go. Sit. Good. I shouldn't have talked to him. Mm-mm. We can acknowledge him. He just gets him riled up. What are you doing? He's just chilling. Well, he's like, he's going like in the... <sighs> okay. If the podcast suddenly stops or cuts off real quick, um, <laughs> it's because we're having to deal with him because he's currently all over our wires. Yeah, but shooting. he's calm. Looks like it. So we're going to... Your, your pause on my... Thank you. We're going to go with that. Yeah, I feel like this soundboard's going to take a little while to master. Yeah. But there was one thing I wanted to talk about beforehand. Oh, I think I know what it is. No, you don't. Oh. It's uh, last week, um, the intro. So oh. So on Spill Your Beans, uh, I on the um, not the most recent episode, but the episode before that, episode six, I believe, uh, I put Night Sims' intro by accident. And so I thought, 
oh, okay, well, for the new next episode of Night Sims, I'm just going to put Spill Your Beans' as intro in. But I did not even put Spill Your Beans' as intro in there. I did an intro titled Beans, but that's not what our <laughs> intro is called. The intro that we use right now is called Heist, so I put the wrong one in there. So that is my fault. Okay. <laughs> Buster's really close to me right now. Sorry. <laughs> and so, okay, so I'm also going to tell a story in a bit. I need some sound effects to go along with well, it. Well, um, okay, yeah. No, what were you yeah. going to say? I was going to talk about that uh, alien monolith, but we can Oh, we can oh my God, I totally forgot to talk yeah, about that. I have wait. so many, yeah, I have two things about that. Okay, so as um, most of you know, if you've been paying attention, a monolith was discovered in Utah. It's like a big, tall, three-sided metal thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it's pretty cool. All right, anyways. It's 12 feet tall, and um, so a crew with the State Wildlife Resources Department was aboard a Utah Department of Public Safety helicopter when they spotted a mysterious monolith sticking out of the dirt last week. About 10 to 12 feet tall, the shiny metal object was firmly planted in the ground, Ah. suggesting it wasn't just dropped from above. He's excited about this. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Officials suggested it could be... it, it could. Uh, it could have been constructed by an artist or a huge fan of 2001 uh, Space Odyssey, which is, you know, the opening mm-hmm. scene, big famous monolith and everything. Uh, the unlabeled object was located inside a red rock cove, but feel for, fearful amateurs could endanger themselves trying to get closer. Uh, the team was in the remote area to count bighorn sheep when they spotted the identified object. Um, one of the biologists is the only one is the one who spotted it, and we just happened to fly directly over the top of it, said pilot Brett Hutchings. After the copter circled back and landed, the crew went to investigate, and um, they're not really sure what that is. And then a, another article came out and said that Google Earth shows that the, myster- the mystery Utah monolith has been in the desert since at least 2015. Hmm. And, you know, a lot of people have been going to see it and everything. Um, yeah, uh, it, and it's not like a place where, like, people can get to. And it's, it's very it's very remote, and it's apparently stuck in the ground and everything. Uh, it's believed to be done by an artist, uh, a guy named John McCracken, an American artist who lived for a time in nearby New Mexico and died in 2011. And he was known for a lot of freestanding sculptures, stuff like that. Um, yeah, if you look up pictures, you know you can find it yourself. Uh, it's pretty a pretty well known thing right now. But apparently, I saw this this morning. I'm not sure if this is true. My Let mom me, sent it. The article that it it disappeared. Yeah, it's apparently disappeared. So whether it be, um, can I lean back? Uh, no. Whether it be a uh, actual uh, alien thing, which that's what you know we think, or uh, an artist thing, whatever it's, it is, it's, it's captivated the a nation. Said that it, it was taken by an unknown third party. What does that mean? I don't know. They're just trying to do say every single explanation besides aliens. Which is. <laughs> I like, thank you. <laughs> Which is, um, you know, that's typical. <laughs> it's typical for the government to do and everything. But that then, perfect. There was something I wanted to share. Um, a story. Yes. And it needs sound effects. About my endeavors uh, last night. Oh god. So, so last night, um, uh, our friends had a friendsgiving thing, mm-hmm. and I was at Dolphin Island with my brother watching the Iron Bowl because he's um, going back up to Auburn, uh, I believe, either today or tomorrow morning. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to spend time with my family and everything. And um, I had been telling people 
uh, at the Friendsgiving, um, I'd been giving them very vague answers when they were asking, like, oh, are you coming or are you not? And the whole time I was like, oh, you know, I think I am just depending on when I'm going to leave and everything. And uh, I eventually was just like, you know, I'm just going to tell them, like, be very vague about it, but then just show up, like, unannounced <laughs> and just be like, oh, I'm here, just because I thought, that, like, that'd be funny and whatever. And um, I had been feeling sick uh, throughout the entire day. Um, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and uh, I decided to drive. I, I left off an island, and I was going to stop by real quick and just be like, just be like, oh, I'm here. And uh, yeah. And as I was driving, I started to feel pretty sick. And um, I pulled over right off of the the second little bridge that you you get off of Dolphin Island. And um, I, I threw up in the ocean. In the ocean? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> and um, so I got in the car again, and I, I kept driving. And then I passed Greer's. And the only reason I remember the name of the street was because this is a weird... I pulled so I drove I drove by Greer's and then I pulled off onto John Busby Road, which is like the first street after you pass it. And um, I stepped into a ditch and threw up again. And while I was throwing up, the reason I remember the street so well is because I like I looked up like during a break and I was like, "This is a really weird street to throw up on." And then I just went back to throwing up. <laughs> and so yeah, what? then I then I got I went home, um, and uh, I checked on Buster. And um, then I, I, I went to sleep. I woke up this morning. I feel perfectly fine. <laughs> like nothing else is wrong. I almost threw up again in the shower when I got home. Man. But, you know, um, yeah, just thought that'd be a, a fun little thing to share. It's a real uh, level up moment. Thank you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was looking forward to that sound <laughs> coming up. You know what? Something I've never eaten, Douglas? What? Penguin meat. You know what I've never had in my life? Penguin meat. Yeah. Thank you, Hannibal. That's yeah. our uh, Thank you. other co-host, <laughs> That's our Hannibal Burris. Yeah, it's actually Hannibal Buster. Oh, he, he's gone. We also have um, Lynn from uh, Bob's Burgers. Do we? All right! <laughs> Do we have um, Gene? We do not have Gene. He's not here today. I thought you got it. I tried. <laughs> Damn it. It's too short. We have Lord Shax. We do? Uh, Lord Shax, uh, I'll hand you the mic real quick. You look death in these beady eyes and you spat in them. Oh, I thought that said spank. <laughs> I wish. That'd be so much better. I could I could sort of make it to where I record spanked. <laughs> and you spanked in them. That'd be gross. But um, those aren't all the sounds, so we're going to... Continue our conversation, and if any of the other sounds pop up, then we'll go. Wait, what? The very last one. Oh. Is we were talking about Bly Manor, and so I think I invited him over. I've got to do homework, like, all... Oh, my gosh. Well, we'll, we'll fix that later. Okay. That I'll, was a... Uh, oh, gosh. All right. Um, had a, a few too many last <laughs> night. Anyways... So we're doing <laughs> we're doing the death of Alexander today and the tomb of Alexander. Um, oh, it's gonna be good. I know. Do you know anything? Be- <laughs> Where's his butt at? I want to sit behind next to you. It. Okay. Do you know anything about Alexander Douglas Green? I don't really know much about Alexander the Great, um, other than he was a conqueror. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the great 
conqueror. Um, and he, uh, he was also a... A white man? No! Oh. <laughs> so, so um, that's yeah, about it. Okay, so, uh, you know, most people should know who Alexander the Great is. I'm not going to go into the history of Alexander the Great because this is not an episode about him. It's about his death and tomb. Let's give a short synopsis okay. for um, some of us who I'll don't give know. his... Okay. Um, he was a king of the ancient Greek kingdom of Macedon and a member of the Ar... Did you say he was a kink? A king. Oh, uh, sounded like you said kink. And a member of the Argia dynasty. Uh, he was born in Pella in 35-6 BC and succeeded his father Philip Dos to the throne at the age of 20. He spent most of his ruling years on, unprecedented, on an unprecedented military campaign through Western Asia and Northeast Africa... And by the age of 30, he had created one of the largest empires of the ancient world, stretching mm-hmm. from Greece to northwestern India. He was undefeated in battle, excuse me, and <laughs> is widely considered one of history's most successful military commanders, or commandeers. Commandeers. Wait, I thought a commandeer was like a... It was on a ship. What is like, he chewing? Oh. Like a person in charge of a ship. It's just I, that's how I pronounced it. Like Commodore so. Norton from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, maybe. I don't know. <sighs> I might be saying that wrong. Ready? Yes. The death of Alexander the Great and subsequent related events have been the subjects of debates, according to a Babylonian astronomical diary. Alexander died between the evening of June 10th and June 11th, 323 BC, at the age of 32. This happened in the in the palace of Nebu, Nebuchadnezzar II. Nebuchadnezzar. I know that. Okay, Nebuchadnezzar II in Babylon. Macedonians. Oh, you know what we could talk about? What? The Hanging Gardens of Babylon. Oh, my God. Well, I just I picked all this already, so I can't switch it. I, I like, you know, everything that has to do with Daphne. Uh-uh, no. Flowers, vines. Other Macedonians other and local residents wept at the news of the death, while Achaemenid, is that right? I, I don't know how do you spell it. I think it is. Achaemenid. Subjects, while Achaemenid subjects shaved their heads. The mother of Darius III, Sisagambus. Darius the third. Yeah. <laughs> what did I say? Darius three. It's oh. like a robot. Uh, having learned of Alexander's death, refused sustenance and died a few days later. Historians vary in their assessments of primary sources about Alexander's what is, death. What does that mean, refuse sustenance? Uh, food. Oh. Uh, which results in different views. Um, oh, okay. So, uh, in February 323 BC, Alexander ordered his armies to prepare for the march to Babylon. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it ordered his armies to prepare for the march to Babylon. He's and preparing for the march to Babylon. Yeah. Too. According to Arian, after crossing the Tigris, Alexander was met by Chaldeans who advised him not to enter the city because their deity, Bel, had warned them that to do so at that time would be fatal for Alexander. The Chaldeans also warned Alexander against marching westwards as he would then look to the setting sun, a symbol of decline. It was suggested that he entered Babylon via the royal gate in the western wall, which he would face to the east. Alexander followed this advice, but the route turned to be unfavorable because of swampy terrain. According to Jonah Lendering, it seems that in May 323, the Babylonian astrologers tried to avert the misfortune by substituting Alexander with an ordinary person on the Babylonian throne, who would take the brunt of the omen. The Greeks, however, did not understand that ritual. Hmm. 
and Kalanis was likely to be a Hindu Naga Sadhu, whom Greeks called Gymnosophist. He had accompanied <laughs> the Greek army back from Punjab upon request. He's in his oh. kennel. Oh, he got yeah, his little thing. Upon request by Alexander. He was 73 years of age at the time. However, when Persian weather and travel fatigued weakened him, he informed Alexander that he would rather die than live disabled. He decided to take his own life by self-immolation. He set himself on fire? Yeah. Is that what me- <laughs> Yeah. Although Alexander tried to des- desist him from doing so, uh, but upon the insistence of Calanius, Alexander <laughs> relented, uh, and the job of building a pyre was entrusted to Ptolemy. Uh, the place where this incident took place was Susa in the year 323 BC. Uh, Calanus is mentioned also by Alexander's admirals, Nearchus and Shars of Mytilene. Mm-hmm. He did not flinch as he burnt to the astonishment of those who watched before immolating himself alive on the fire. Uh, his last words to Alexander were, we shall meet in Babylon. Thus he is said to have prophesied the death of Alexander in Babylon. At the time of the death of Calanus, can you turn this light off? Alexander, however, did not have any plan to go to Babylon. No one understood the meaning of the words, we shall meet in Babylon. It was only after Alexander fell sick and died in Babylon that the Greeks came to realize what Calanus intended to convey. Hmm. Proposed causes of Alexander's death include alcoholic liver disease, fever, and streisandine. Poisoning, but little data support those versions. According to the University of, was he a wine drinker? Yeah, all people, all people at that time were. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, uh, and according to the University of Maryland School of Medicine report of '98, uh, he probably died of typhoid fever, uh, which, along with malaria, was very common mm-hmm. in ancient Babylon. Mosquitoes. Yeah, they suck. In the week before Literally. his death, uh, historical accounts mentioned chills, sweats, exhaustion, and high fever. Typical symptoms of infectious diseases included typhoid fever. According to David W. Aldak from the University of Maryland Medical Center, he also had severe abdominal pain, causing him to cry out in agony. This associated account, however, comes from the unreliable Alexander Romance, which is an account... Oh, it's a book, I'm guessing. Oh, yeah, it's largely fictional. Huh, interesting. It's ancient, too. It's not like a new thing. It's apparently... It was made in 338 AD. Mm. So, oh, cool. Uh, According to Andrew N. Williams and Robert Arnott, in Alexander the Great's last days, he became mute. He became mute because of the previous injury to his neck from the siege of Seropolis. Other popular theories contend that Alexander either died of malaria or was poisoned. Uh, Other retrodiagnosis include non-infectious diseases as well. According to Arthur Andrew Chug, there is evidence he died of malaria having uh, contracted it two weeks before his death while sailing in the marshes to inspect flood defenses. Uh, he based his argument on ephemerides by otherwise unknown diatodus of Erythrae, although the authenticity of this source has been questioned. It was also noted that the absence of the signature fever curve of Plasmodium falciparum uh, the expected parasite, given his travel history, diminishes the possibility of malaria. The malaria version was nonetheless supported by Paul Cartledge, a British ancient historian. Hmm. And there's more stuff about like, okay, that's a lot. I'm not gonna. Okay, so there's more <laughs> stuff about how he died. Um, 
And it's pretty much the same thing. They don't really know. Uh, apparently, something called clipple file syndrome as well uh, could be associated. What is that? It sounds like he's gagging on that. Should we put him up? Eh, it's fine. All right. Let me go close this real quick. Right. So where's the where's the mystery? Well, how he died yeah. and um, what happened to his body and where his tomb is. Okay. So I'm going to real quick talk about his body preservation. Then we're mm-hmm. going to go to his tomb. Mm-hmm. So one ancient account reports that the planning and construction of an appropriate funerary cart to convey the body out from Babylon took two years from the time of his death. It is not known exactly how the body was preserved uh, for about two years before it was moved from Babylon. In 1889, E.A. Wallace Budge suggested that the body was submerged in a vat of honey, while Plutarch reported treatment by Egyptian embalmers. Egyptian and Chaldean embalmers who arrived on June 16th are said to have attested to Alexander's lifelike appearance. This was interpreted as a complication of typhoid fever known as ascending paralysis, which causes a person to appear dead prior to death. What? Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. Thoughts so far? Um... I don't know. Um, it it really just sounds like he died a normal way. I was kind of expecting sort of like a. I don't I, like. I never really knew how he died, so I was kind of just expecting like some sort of conspiracy behind that. But it it, it, all, it all just sounds pretty normal from this point. Technically, it is like he did die a normal way. Yeah. It's just a, a matter of what well, the I mean, actual way is. Isn't that right, Buster? But and you're talking about like his burial place and all that. Oh no, that's my shoe. That's my shoe. You don't do that. Those are my. I wear those boots every day. All right, I'm gonna. Ooh. I'm gonna put them up. You little penis. You know what it is, bitch. Don't chew on my shoe. Come on, <laughs> get in yeah, he knows. He knows. Ooh. My stomach's growling. I haven't eaten breakfast. Yeah, no, I need some more. Sorry about that. See, some of these sounds, they're just not applicable to most conversations. I know. Um, so I've got to go in and some of them are just gold, which <laughs> I haven't used yet. So. All right. So <laughs> the tomb... Of Alexander. Uh-oh. Zanny. Zanny. <laughs> uh, it's an enduring mystery. Shortly after his death, uh, the possession of his body became a subject of negotiations between Perdiccas, Ptolemy. Yes. Is he chewing the towel? I don't know. I can't see. Ptolemy won Soter and Seleucus won uh, Nicator. According to Nicholas J. Saunders, while Babylon was the obvious site for Alexander's resting place, some favored and interring the ruler in the Argiad burial at Ege, modern Virginia. What? Virginia? Virgina? I don't know. <laughs> it's what about Virginia? Ege <laughs> uh. was one of the two originally proposed resting places, according to Saunders, the other being Siwa Oasis. And in 321 BC, Perdiccas presumably chose AJ, AJ, whatever. The body, however, was hijacked en route by Ptolemy I Soter. Oh, uh, according to Pausanias and the contemporary Parian Chronicle records, records for the years 321 to 320 BC, uh, he initially buried Alexander in Memphis. 
in the late 4th or early 3rd BC century. During the early Ptolemaic dynasty, his body was transferred from Memphis to Alexandria, where it was reburied. The so-called Alexander Sarcophagus, unrelated to his body, and once thought to be the sarcophagus of Abdalonimus, is now believed to be that of Mazaeus, a Persian governor of Babylon. Why don't they just open up? What was that? Oh, why don't they just open up um, the sarcophagus? Yeah. Uh, that might be like it. a... Um, it looks really cool. It might be against, oh, you know how... It's like Istanbul. A, like a... Uh, they wouldn't open it because that might be against, I guess, some sort of religious kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Memorial, like standards, I guess. They don't want to break those. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. That would be an easy way to figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> so according to Quintus Curtius Rufus and Justin. Justin. Oh, it was a it was a Latin writer who lived in under the Roman Empire. Um, Alexander asked shortly before his death if his body uh, no, before his death to be interred in the temple of Zeus Amon at Siwa Oasis. Alexander, who requested to be re- referred to and perser- perceived as the son of Zeus Amon, did not wish to be buried alongside his actual father at Agay. Ag- Agay. And Alexander's body was placed in a coffin of hammered gold, according to Diodorus, which was fitted to the body. Oh, that's weird. So like, an, like a pharaoh thing. Uh, the coffin is also mentioned by Strabo and Curtius Rufus, subsequently in 89 to 90 BC. The golden coffin was melted down and replaced with that of glass or crystal. Ooh. Uh, his Fancy. wish to be interred in Siwa was obviously not honored. In 321 BC, on its way back to Macedonia, um, like I said earlier, it was hijacked in Syria by one of his generals, Ptolemy I Soter. In late 322 or early 321, he divided the body to Egypt, where it was interred in Memphis and the center of his government, uh, Alexander's government in Egypt. And while Ptolemy was in possession of Alexander's body, Perdiccas and Eumenes had his armor, diadem, and royal scepter. According to Plutarch, who visited Alexandria, Python of Katana and Seleucus were sent to a Serapium to ask the oracle whether Alexander's body should be sent to Alexandria, and the oracle answered positively. In the late 4th, early 3rd century BC, Alexander's body was transferred from the Memphis tomb to Alexandria for burial by uh, Ptolemy Philadelphus in 280 BC. Later, Ptolemy Philopator placed mm-hmm. his body in Alexandria's communal mausoleum. The mausoleum was called the Soma or Sema, which means body in Greek. By, 2070, by 274 uh, BC, Alexander was already entombed in Alexandria. Tomb of Alexander became the focal point for the Ptolemaic cult of Alexander the Great. In 48 BC, uh, his tomb was visited by Caesar uh, to finance her war against Octavian. Cleopatra took gold from the tomb. Stupid bitch. Shortly after the... It was apparently really ugly. Don't do it. (laughs) Thank you. That kind of sounded similar. Yeah, did. Uh, shortly after the death of Cleopatra, uh, Alexander's resting place was visited by Octavian, who is said to have placed flowers on the tomb and a golden diadem upon Alexander's head. According to Suetonius, his tomb was then partially looted by Caligula, who reportedly removed his breastplate. In AD 199, his tomb was sealed by Septimius Severus during his visit to Alexandria. Later in 215, 
Some items from Alexander's tomb were relocated by Caracalla. According to chronicler John of Antioch, Caracalla removed Alexander's tunic, his ring, his belt, and some other precious items and deposited them on the coffin. When John Chrysostome... Okay, I'm not stupid. These are just hard names to pronounce. No, I'm drunk. (laughs) Uh, so when john visited alexandria in ad 400 he asked to see alexander's tomb and remarked his tomb even his own people know not Ooh, we're getting some mystery okay uh later authors such as ibn abd al-hakam uh born 803 Al Masudi, born uh, 896, and Leo the African, 1494, report having seen his tomb. Leo the African, who visited Alexandria as a young man, wrote, In the midst of the ruins of Alexandria, there still remains a small edifice, built like a chapel, worthy of notice on account of a remarkable tomb held in high honor by the Mahometans, in which sepulcher, they assert, is preserved the body of Alexander the Great. An immense crowd of strangers come thither, even from distant countries, for the sake of worshipping and doing homage to the tomb, on which they likewise frequently bestow considerable donations. George Sandys, who visited Alexandria in 1611, was reportedly shown a sepulchre there, venerated as the resting place of Alexander. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. The Egyptian, listen to this, the Egyptian Supreme Council of Antiquities has officially recognized over 140 search attempts for the tomb. And they, st- I'm guessing they still haven't found it. So, uh, Mahmoud El. God damn it! We lost. We fucking super lost, man. Uh, so Mahmoud El Falaki, who was born in 1815, uh, who compiled the map of ancient Alexandria, believed Alexander's tomb is in the center of Alexandria at the intersection of the Via Canopia, Canopica, modern Horea Avenue, and the ancient street labeled R5. Well, didn't you say it was like? One of the places he wanted to be buried was in the center of his government or something? No, that's where one of his generals took him. He wanted uh, to be interred in Zeus Amon's right, uh, right, temple. Because right. so, he wanted to be recognized as Zeus's son. Or Zeus Amon's See, that, son. That throws, like, I feel like that's throwing everybody off because there are so many places that were, like, I guess, suggested for him to be buried. But, like, there's no actual, like, documentation of where he's actually at. Well, there's like there's people that say like they visited it yeah. in Alexandria, and they forgot. So it more than likely. Let's finish this off first, and then <laughs> it'll probably see. We'll see. And so uh, since then, several other scholars such as Tassos, Nerutsos, Heinrich Kiepert, and Ernst von Sieglin placed the tomb in the same area. In 1850, uh, Ambrose Schlizzi announced the. Don't laugh. <laughs> announced the discovery Shalizzi. of alleged Alexander's mummy and tomb inside, excuse me, inside the Nabi Daniel Mosque in Alexandria. Later in 1879, a stone worker accidentally broke through the vaulted chamber inside the basement of that mosque. Some granite monuments with an angular summit were discerned there, but the entrance was then walled up, and the stone worker was not asked to disclose the incident. Did you hear that? Yeah, was that your stomach? <laughs> Jeez. Let's get through this. I got to eat lunch. <laughs> okay. Uh, the image on a Roman lamp in the National Museum of Poznan and others at the British Museum and the Hermitage Museum are interpreted by some scholars as showing Alexandria with the Soma Mausoleum pictured as a building with a pyramid roof. 
Okay. In... Oh, in 1888, Heinrich Schliemann attempted to locate Alexander's tomb within the Nabi Daniel Mosque, but he was denied permission to uh, excavate. What? Okay, let's... In 93... You need to get Ben Gates in there. Yeah. <laughs> in 93, Triantaphilos Papazos developed... Oh, that guy was... So that... I'm guessing he's Greek. Developed the theory that it is not Philip II of Macedon who was buried in the royal temple... In the royal tomb... Uh, Two at Virginia, Greece. It's Virginia. Yeah. But is Alexander the Great along with his wife Roxanne? Well, his son Alexander IV is buried in tomb three. Uh, also, based on the ancient historical sources, he comes to the conclusion that the breastplate, shield, helmet, and sword found in tomb two belong to the armor of Alexander the Great. The and one that was stolen? I don't. Well, in to, um, well, this is in Greece, so maybe like. Maybe it is, and like it was just placed there. Hmm. Uh, in '95, Greek archaeologist Liana Suvalsi announced that she identified one alleged tomb in Siwa with that of Alexander. Uh, the claim was put in doubt by the then General Secretary of Greek Ministry of Culture, George Thomas, who said that it was unclear whether or not the excavated structure is even a tomb. Thomas and members of his team said that the style of the excavated object was not, as Suvalsi contended, Macedonian and the fragments of tablets they were shown did not support any of the translations provided by Sulbazi as proof of her finding. Also, you know, I feel like if this dude, for his time, was considered, like, one of the greatest people ever, mm -hmm. um, they would honor his request to not be buried in Siwa. Yeah. So, Liana, I think you're stupid. Well, maybe he wasn't the greatest. You know what I mean? So, like, fuck this guy. Sorry. But he... Watch your profanity. And I had to soundbite myself. Um, and they're like, we're going to bury you somewhere else you don't want to be. You know? Just a theory. Because maybe he wasn't the greatest. Then why are there so many writings of him, like, being praised and everything? Fake scribes. Mm. Scribes. No, that doesn't work. What? I don't know. I was trying to mix fake and scribe together. It didn't work out. No. According to one legend, the body lies in a crib beneath an early Christian church. Uh, in a 2011 episode of National Geographic Channel television series Mystery Ooh. Files, Andrew Chug claimed the body was stolen by Ale stolen from Alexandria, Egypt, by Venetian merchants who believed it to be that of Saint Mark the Evangelist. They smuggled the remains to Venice, where they were then venerated as Saint Mark the Evangelist in the Basilica Catedrale Patriarchal di San Marco. In 2014, the 2014 discovery of a large Alexander area tomb in at sorry, let me repeat. In the 2014 discovery of a large Alexander era tomb at Casta tomb in Amphipolis, Amphipolis in the region of Macedonia, Greece, has once again led the speculation about Alexander's final resting place. Some have speculated that it was built for Alexander but never used due to Ptolemy II having seized the funeral cortege. They suggest the Roman Emperor Caracalla, a great admirer of Alexander, may have had him reinterred in Amphipolis, Amph Amphipolis in the late 2nd century AD. However, only future excavation at Amph Amphipolis will reveal if there is any truth in the suggestion. In November 2014, a skeleton was discovered within the tomb, and its full examination is expected to last a few months in order to determine the characteristics of the deceased person in the effort to identify it. However... The excavation team, based on findings unearthed at the site, argued that the tomb was a memorial dedicated to the close friend of Alexander the Great, 
Hephaestion. And in 2019, a marble statue of Alexander was found by a Greek archaeologist, Calliope Limnios Papakosta, who had been excavating for 14 years in the Shalalat Gardens, which occupies the ancient royal quarter in Alexandria. Mm-hmm. And let me see here if there's anything else before I wrap it up. Like a gift for y'all. <laughs> uh, okay, this is the most updated, um, most up-to-date thing. Let me double check real quick. Why would that, why does that need to? Just fill in time. I need some like piano music. Yeah. Okay. So from when I, what I read just that real quickly and then, you know, we'll wrap it up. Um, it seems like a lot of sarcophaguses and tombs have been discovered. That is it sarcophaguses? Sarcophagi. Yeah, I'll yeah. say that. A lot of them have been discovered that. Mm-hmm. I, need that, a, I need a yawn bite for you. Yeah. A lot of them have been discovered that people believe to actually be them, but they won't open them, I guess, to preserve it's, it, it or yeah, something. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely a preservation thing. It's got to be. It is boring. But I don't know. It's also, it, it could be like a memorial thing. Like, it's not very, I don't know, ritualistic to open the sarcophagus after it's sealed. Where do you think... Alexander the Great's body lies. Um, I think he was taken. You think so? You, so you he was taken by the space pirates. So you don't think that he's in Alexandria? I don't. I don't. I think there's just been there's obvi- there's obviously been a lot of tampering with his burial, and he probably could have been initially buried in Alexandria, but I think he is now somewhere else. He might not even be in like a big old tomb, but or I mean, how many sarcophagi do you think have been found in that area? Uh, like northeast Egypt. Yeah, God, obviously a lot, dozens. <laughs> yeah, at least dozens. That's it. I don't. I, think I, I feel like there's not because sarcophagus sarcophagi wasn't like a it thing was a, for it everybody. Was a, it was a thing for royalty. But yeah, how many royal figures? But just, well, like in, okay, so like there's it's not just pharaohs. Is a sarcophagus, is it, let me look up what a sarcophagus specifically is, so that way I can get an idea and kind of mold. It's sort of like a casket with a face on it. Okay, but uh, sarcophagus. We we saw it in uh, National Treasure. Okay, well, so, okay, so like. But it doesn't, that's a sarcophagus. That's an Egyptian sarcophagus. So I think in terms of like, I guess, Greek sarcophagus. Mm -hmm. Sarcophagus. basically just like a casket. Okay. In terms of Greek sarcophagi that have been found, that could be Alexander because he was Greek. Mm-hmm. I would have to say dozens probably mm-hmm. in that area. So I, I personally um, believe he is in Alexandria. Jesus. Okay, let's wrap <laughs> this up so you can go fucking eat. Like, oh my God. That was, ugh. So. Tina, you fat lard, come get some dinner. It's about to be me. So, okay, so I think he's in Alexandria. And um, I think he is... I want to say he's underground. Mm-hmm. And I want to say he's hidden. Yeah. Meaning, like, 
he's somewhere in Alexandria, but do you think he's buried with something? And that like something like really important. Oh, that something could crazy change, that could change the uh, like timeline of history. Well, because remember we that one dude. I think it was Leo the African. No, mm-hmm. it wasn't. It was a, it was um, one of the other three dudes. No, it was a guy before him. He was like, I I want to visit the tomb, the one that like not even his people know of. Mm-hmm. So that that uh, could be like. So maybe he was like. Maybe there's like this like there was like this so big thing. Like the scholars were like, write it like this. Do not write like what it actually is to yeah. deter people. So maybe he does like have like maybe whether it's like treasure or like some like ancient like crazy artifacts. I think it, or whatever. I think it'd be some sort of technology. Really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. If any if any civilization has come into contact with aliens, it's either Alexander's empire, the Greeks. Or um, Egyptians. Egyptian Empire for sure. Yeah. So it's just you're, the Greeks too, because just I said any, the Greeks. Yeah. Any any like civilization that has like these monstrous like architectural buildings that we we still don't know how they were built, they definitely have come into contact with for sure aliens. So I yeah I'd say I'd say it's in um, Alexandria. Really? Yeah. There's I, probably a tomb. In Alexandria, I, I would but say you're his saying, actual. You're saying the body is there. Okay. I would I would say that the body is there and it is hidden. Yeah. I will say, this is really cool. In uh, Assassin's Creed Origins, mm-hmm. you there's a part where, this is a little bit of a spoiler alert, but you haven't beaten the game yet, which is annoying. I have I've barely played it. <sighs> Anyways, there's a part where you visit Alexander's tomb. It's pretty really? cool, and it's hidden and everything. Is like it's the not, body there. Yeah, is that like why you, you say visit it? you visit the body and everything, and it's hidden well, and everything. Okay, so you it's you, hidden and stuff like that. Like it's not easy to get to. Like very last, few people know about it. Last episode, you were saying like Assassin's Creed, they're very like accurate with their like, depictions, depictions of of like arch- recreating like the architecture yeah. and everything. So do you think they know where it is? I Ubisoft? think no. I think well like. I think they were they they researched mm-hmm. potential areas about it and they created their own thing about that. Okay. I don't believe it's exactly where it is in the game. Yeah, I don't remember exactly like how it's laid out and everything, but I do believe, and I could be wrong. I haven't played it in a while, so I could be wrong about it being hidden and everything. But I do believe that it is hidden, whether it be just because um, you know just to preserve the body, or there's treasure, or yes, something with him. You know, that's that's we'll never know until we find it. Uh, but yeah. Think it'll ever be found, and do you think a big deal will be made out of it? I think a great deal will be made when that's found, because like when King Tut and the Terracotta Army were both found, those things were, you know, those are probably some of the greatest finds in archaeological history. Yeah, I'm trying to think true. like what else would be up there. Um, I guess like the Sphinx when it was first discovered. Although they, the they, Sphinx was buried, right? Yeah, they they knew like kind of where it was. I th- think the reason that like King Tut and the Terracotta Army are so well known, or so like popular, is because they weren't expecting King Tut's tomb to be that well preserved. That's why he's so famous because yeah. it's like the most well preserved tomb ever. And there's like there were so much artifacts in there. And the Terracotta Army, no one expected to find this giant, you know, statue like underground. Yeah, it hasn't been moved to this day, which mm-hmm. is really cool. Well, I didn't don't know. didn't um. Like King Tut was so well preserved, like his body that they sort of reprogrammed what his vocal cords would sound like, and then they played back at the voice, and it was just, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that, <laughs> but I know that it was so well preserved they were able to determine like what was wrong with him. Yeah, because I know he had like he had like a bunch know, of diseases. He was, he was fucked up. He was not the healthiest little boy. Mm-mm. He was not. But 
you know, back then, like, I feel like everybody was kind of fucked yeah. up. Possibly. It was just kind of to be fucked up. No, I like it. I like it. Well, do you have any thought, any final remarks about uh, Alexandria? No, I think Alexander. I think I don't. I I have to disagree with you. I don't think his body is in Alexandria. Where is it? That I don't know. Mm. See, if I, I also I have a theory that it ties into aliens. Well, it's it it is just aliens, but um, there are I believe that there are some people that like other life forms out like extraterrestrials thought were like so interesting that they just snatch them up after they die. So you don't even think, you don't even know if his body's still in, oh, you don't even know if his body's still in, um, it might not be on earth on earth. Yeah. It could be in space. Speaking Imagine, of space real quick. Um, if you think about this, mm-hmm. I'm uh, thinking. light years, so okay, so like oh, for example, about to do some math. No, no, no. Say you look at a star that's like a thousand light years away. Uh-huh. That means light took a thousand years to reach to us. reach it, and then a thousand years for us to see it. Yeah. So when we are looking into space, we're essentially looking back in time. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah, it's super weird. I saw. I, w- I woke up this morning and I like I saw a video on that, and I was. You woke like, up in a pool of vomit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> probably, and um. I, I just thought that was really interesting. Just talking about just to bring that, it's, it's I think really about space weird. real quick. But we're not talking about that right now. We're talking about Alexander. Dude, we should, I feel like we're we're gonna have an episode where it's just like <laughs> space, man. <laughs> <laughs> what's like what's like out there, Dude, you know? You know how cold it is in space. Do you know how like cold is it when you space? scream, they can't hear you. There's no wind in space, bro. It's a vacuum. You know what it is, bitch. <laughs> I love the soundboard. Yeah. It took us 82 episodes to get a fucking soundboard. <sighs> but now it's here. It's here. And I'm going to update it every episode. Oh, so. I hope so. I We're hope have some so. Good sounds. I hope so. I hope there's good things. Oh, um, there's going to be. In the future. There's going to be. But there's gonna be. Uh, I think that's it. Unless you have anything else you want to say. Um, I don't know. About the topic? No. Uh, In general? In general, um, I texted, uh, we might have a guest on next weekend, <laughs> Cameron Broomer, he's back, and News flash, asshole! it will be a hammered haunts. <laughs> I'm not prepared for that. What do you mean you're not prepared? I got to mentally prepare. Well, you got a week, so okay. well, Saturday. Real quick, for those of you that are confused by this. What is Hammered Haunts? Uh, hammered Haunts is when we have a guest on. It's I guess it's a new thing because we haven't done it before. Um, where we have a couple libations and we sit around and talk about... We, we'll have set um, topics, but it's basically just like the Haunted series, but drunk. So it's it's a better Uncovered <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, the uncovered are cool. No, it's... Yeah, damn right it is. <laughs> but Hammered Haunts is going to be cooler. No, it isn't. Uncovered well, is our most popular thing. Is it? Yeah, it yeah, really is. Uh, yeah, they do get a lot of plays. We didn't do one for November. Well, we're, <sighs> we're going we're gonna to find out what, uh, you know, which does better. You but do realize that if it has terrible plays after a week, we're not doing one again. Well, what are our average plays? I'm saying if it has less than 20 after a week. Is that a normal thing for us? 
No. Is it? No. Is it not? Really? We go above that in a Sweet. week. Sweet. Thank you all. Which isn't terrible. Yeah. yeah. But um, if it has less than 20, um, then I'm not doing another <laughs> one of those. Uh. Machine gun jubblies? How did I miss those, baby? Okay, that doesn't even perceive the <laughs> night swims. Like... I just wanted it. <laughs> also, like, we only have two mics. Yeah. So, like... We need to get a snowball mic. No. One that encompasses the whole room. No, we need this. We just need a better version of a, a audio interface. <sighs> yeah. Like, one that's actually made for podcasting that have okay. more than two XLRs. We can... Those don't have gain controls, so I can't control them. Yeah, those aren't even XLRs. Yeah. I mean, you could do... Uh, jack to xlr cables but i don't even know like how those would work well i'll show you the the link that i was talking about yep well uh jackson how do you feel right now um i feel tired i feel dreading uh all this homework i'm about to do for the next several hours um but you know i'm I'm eager for the we're day. doing we're doing a little b-day dinner for you tonight we are yeah it's almost Jackson's birthday. I'm going to call walk-ons to see how big of a table they can have. <laughs> we want the biggest table. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, yep. yeah I'm, gonna I'm just high on life. <laughs> Thank you all for watching or <laughs> listening to Night Swims. Uh, where can they find us on Instagram, Douglas? Find us at nightswims.podcast. Yes, they um, can. Oh, we, we didn't even mention this. We have a new logo. Oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> Oh my but, god, my um, battery. My, okay, my laptop's about to die. We gotta wrap this up. All right. Uh, yeah, we do have a new logo. Thanks. I gotta uh, hopefully, y'all like it. Gotta find a good sound to end off. <laughs> um, where can they, you, you didn't say where they at? Nicewoods.podcast. Thank you on Instagram. Um, I've been Jackson. I've been Douglas. And, and you know what it is, bitch. This has been nice. You already did that one. I, I did it. Do, I like a, it different, a lot. do a new one. A uh, new one? Oh, we got you, Livio's song. <laughs>